Stop saying the episode number because I can't remember at this point. My name is Nate Harris. I'm Colson Craig. I think you should totally keep saying the episode number. And I'm Daniel. I think it's episode, <laughs> it's episode 32. All right, cool. Well, yeah, welcome to episode 32. I'm going to go with that, whether or not that's right or not. Uh, it is right. <laughs> it is right. Cool. cool. Yes, episode 32. Um, I actually don't have anything planned, so... Daniel or Colson, bail me out here. What are we going to talk about? Let's talk about the Razer phone, Nate. Okay, let's talk about the Razer phone. All right, so is some leaks. The, is this the Moto Razer that my dad used to no, have? No, 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 no. Trust no. Me, this is I... Razer, Razer, like the gaming peripheral company that where everything's green. That Razer. Razer it's with an a... E, not an O. But I wish it's it was the Razer a... with an O. It's Wait, Razer, no, no, no. Question. The Motorola Razer doesn't have an O. It's R-A-Z-R. That's right. Just to be clear. Yeah. But yeah, so this phone is called the Razer phone. It's not called like, you know, the Razer or something or another. It's called the Razer phone, R-A-Z-E-R. It just got announced today. There were some leaks in the la- for the last couple of days, and I was, I was getting a little bit excited about it because it looks really cool. Uh, so Nate was telling me, and, and I read this earlier today, that, that Razer acquired Nextbit, who you might remember from making that colorful Nextbit Robin a couple of years ago, uh, this phone looks almost exactly like that, except it's black because uh, this is not a colorful phone. You know, it's not it's not RGB either, which is disappointing. But I would like what, to interject one little thing. Sure. I just looked it up. Actually, it's Razer. Uh, the phone we're talking about is the company Razer, the gaming company, which is R-A-Z-E-R. It's yeah. not R-A-Z-O-R like the tool you would use to shave or the scooter or, uh, you know, what you might think of. It's R-A-Z-E-R, meaning... One who raises. Now, raises means completely destroy. So, yeah. there you go. There you go. It's kind of pompous of them to think that they're like, I don't know. Anyway, go on. What were we talking about the phone? So, anyway, it has uh, a Snapdragon 835, which is the you know the current nice, real, real nice flagship chip. It has a 4,000 milliamp hour battery, so battery life shouldn't be a problem. 8 gigs of RAM, 64 gigs of internal storage with a micro SD card slot, dual 12 megapixel cameras, which apparently aren't very good. Uh, and more importantly, perhaps the coolest thing on the phone is that it has a 120 hertz display. Uh, so this thing will be buttery smooth when you're flicking around on the screen. Mm. Uh, and appara- flicks. Apparently, uh, so the, the iPad Pro 10.5 inch that came out earlier this year has a 120 hertz screen, and apparently it's one of those things where like, you just don't understand how cool it is until you use it, and then it's hard to go back. Yeah, but what content uh, so, actually supports 120 hertz, like on a phone? Well, two things: just general like browsing around on the internet and stuff, like scrolling, would look a lot nicer. And number two is that uh, 24 divides evenly into 120, so 24 frames per second content will look really nice on a 120 hertz dis- display, or it wouldn't look very nice on a 60 hertz display. For the that's the same reason the TVs are often 120 hertz. That would make so sense. that you can watch movies. Not that everyone's watching, you know, full-length movies on their phone all the time. Yeah. 
most of the time they're watching YouTube videos, which are usually 30 frames per second, which does divide evenly into 60, and therefore and it looks okay. And if you're watching a YouTube video, say in a crowded area, you might use a pair of headphones. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're uh, watching YouTube video, you're right. You, you should be, if you're not an indecent person, you should be using a pair of headphones. Unfortunately, if you want to hook those that pair of headphones up to your Razer phone, you'll have to use the included USB-C adapter dongle. Oh. But, yeah, I know. But... Uh, the dongle inside the dongle is a 24-bit DAC. Uh, so apparently, although you'll be using a dongle, the headphones will sound very nice. Alternatively, you can use Bluetooth. But again, upset that it doesn't have a headphone jack. This was so I was like looking up the pre the pre-orders alive. I was looking up pre-orders as I was watching a video, and then like as I was looking for pre-orders, I heard the guy say, "Oh, and there's no headphone jack." And I was like, "Ah, oh, dang it!" And I closed the tab. I was like, "Never mind." How much is this uh, phone going for? It's 700 bucks. Yeah. So it's a bit cheaper than the Pixel Pixel Two or the Pixel Two Pixel Two XL, and the like Galaxies this year. Yeah, that's. But again, it's it's definitely still like flagship pricing. Yeah, that's upper mid range area. It'll launch with uh, Nougat seven point one point one, but it will be updated to Oreo in the first quarter of twenty eighteen, which is what they all say. And they say they will give they will have Android updates for at least two years. Yeah. But again, that's what they all say. Well, looking at the screenshots. Aside from maybe like an, uh, an app skin, it doesn't look too heavily skinned. So Oh, actually, the launcher that comes on the phone is Nova Prime. Oh. well. So, yeah, they. I know, right? That's great. Uh, and on top of that, the apparently the two front-facing speakers on the phone are like the loudest front-facing speakers that have ever been. Like, they weren't advertising that, but all, all three review or hands-on videos that I watched specifically mentioned these speakers are the loudest speakers I've ever heard on the phone. Like, they're so loud. And apparently they sound really good. They're supposed to be, quote-unquote, Dolby Atmos speakers, but you can't really do Dolby Atmos with only two speakers. Like, I understand that Dolby Atmos scales however many speakers you have, but that's, like, not how it works. Yeah. You won't get surround sound with two, with two speakers at the front. That, that doesn't work. Now, but I'm sure they'll sound good for stereo. Now, I'm looking at the, the Verge article on this, and, I mean, I'm agreeing with them, um, mainly on the fact that, like, who is this phone for? I get, you can say that about a lot of phones, but who is this phone for? I mean, they say it's gearing towards like the gamer's phone. Is that people who like to play mobile games on their phone, or is that people who are like PC gamers who need a phone? What is this for? All right, so they're pitching it as a phone for gamers, and while it will have great game performance on your phone, no one really actually likes to play crazy games on their phone. What? The real answer is that it's basically going to be a... I mean, I think it's going to be like a Pixel 2 with really nice battery life because of that 4,000 milliamp hour battery. And uh, it comes with an unlockable bootloader. So I'm sure there will be a nice uh, custom ROM development community for this. So even if the updates don't come as frequently as they should, you'll be able to, to stay up to date on it. So I think it's a, a nice option for people who are okay losing the headphone jack but still want like a current flagship. And it's a, it's a it has the all the current flagship features like SD card, Snapdragon 835, 8 gigs of RAM, which is crazy. That 120 hertz screen, which it's the only phone uh, available in the United States that has a 120 hertz screen. Um, I mean, it's just a really nice phone. The only thing is mediocre cameras. But so if you're looking for an alternative to a Pixel that's cheaper and you don't really care about the cameras and you don't care about not having a headphone jack because you know Pixel doesn't have it either, uh, this looks like a good option. Also, um, what was I gonna say? It doesn't work on Verizon. Or I shouldn't. Uh, let me rephrase. It doesn't have a CDMA variant, 
It will probably work on Verizon's LTE networks, but it will not work on Verizon's 3G networks. Uh, so if you're on, uh, and that includes Sprint too, so if you're on T-Mobile or AT&T, this phone is possibly for you. If you're on Verizon, if you have LTE everywhere you go, then, you know, go for it. But you won't you won't be able to use 3G. You'll have to rely on voice over LTE or, I guess, 2G. Um, I'm reading, yeah, I'm reading this Verge review of it. I think, I mean, they're saying how it looks ugly. I don't think it looks ugly. It looks like... If, oh, I, I yeah. quite like the way it looks. I actually. mean, it's it's definitely just a black version of the next bit Robin, which makes sense. They probably had a bunch of chassis still lying around from the next bit Robin, and that they just well, my my guess is that the next bit Robin would have looked like the the next bit Robin two or whatever would have looked like this. I mean, the biggest design difference is a the colors and b the speaker grills that go all the way across the top and bottom instead of just the little dots. Yeah, um, and I guess but yeah, I think you're right. I guess I don't know. They have, yeah, they have the, I mean, they have, the headphones have to go through a adapter, but you can get a high quality DAC in there, and then it's got a big battery life, which I guess is good for when you're like binging a video game or something, but other than that, I don't see really what makes this phone stand out from anything else, otherwise it's just a normal Android phone with like a, with the Razer logo on the back, like, like when brands like Pepsi and all that stuff make like a one-off branded phone, it just seems like that to me, it doesn't seem like this is anything there's any selling point here well okay so the the only the, the one that got me interested is a 120 hertz screen i think that potentially could be next year's big flagship thing like this year it was small bezels i think next year it'll probably be those 100 this high refresh rate screens yeah but is uh, there any you, i guess we talked about this i don't remember if we talked about it when we were recording but what is the uh you're browsing but is there any real 120 hertz content out there for you to like really use the screen for no, but I, I think you're I think you're underestimating how much nicer it makes just moving around the user interface. Well, I, that's true. I guess I haven't seen it. I mean, up until when I, think I got that's, my Nexus, I haven't seen 60 hertz really. So that's really a big benefit. That it's one of the, it's one of those you have to try it to believe it kind of things. I guess. All right. Well, um, I'm not holding. I'm not really. I mean, I'm not going for it at seven hundred dollars. Definitely not. Um, I was actually. Thanks for auto-playing an ad, CNET. I was actually looking... Well, I'm not looking... But I'm not really in the market for a new phone right now. And the Pixel right. 2 is having its all of its fallout. But the OnePlus 5T, if you, Colson, are interested in a headphone jack, the OnePlus 5T is apparently going to keep its headphone jack. Yeah, so there was that tweet earlier today, right, where they have the picture of all their phones. And specifically, the pictures are all aiming at the headphone jacks. And they said, what do all our phones have in common? Yeah. And so the, the next the next one will almost certainly have a headphone jack, which is good to know because uh, it basically eliminates a phone from contention for me if it doesn't have one at this at this time. There are two there are still a lot of great phones out there that do have them, so it's like there's no reason for me to consider one yeah, that doesn't. But also, is, I'm not really in the market for a phone. But it is going out. Obviously, I mean, Apple Apple is making a big push for it. Um, I can't remember. Does Samsung have a headphone jack? I can't remember. I think they. Uh, yeah, Samsung does. Samsung does. LG does. HTC doesn't. The Pixel now doesn't. Um, Motorola kind of does in some of them. Kind of. Yeah. Well, it depends if their phone is thick enough for one. Um, so I mean, it's moving that way. I feel like Samsung. I, I feel like Samsung and LG are probably going to be the last ones to keep it because, um, specifically LG because they tout their audio quality. Although I don't know how long that trend is going to last. 
that they're they're going to focus on this high quality DAC. Especially if you can do something like this where apparently you could put the DAC in the dongle as opposed to having to have it uh, in the phone, in the headphone jack. Yeah, I I think that phones that are made to be sold in um, developing countries will continue to have it for a long time. That's true. Because selling expensive Bluetooth headphones just won't really be a thing. Well, then always uh, buy, I mean, if you can continue buying, I guess, OnePlus devices. Um, yeah. I'm just letting you know, Colson, five years down the road from now, when, when we're on episode 300 of the Technically Speaking podcast, uh, we'll be talking about how you don't have a headphone jack anymore. You can pry that headphone jack from my cold, dead hands, Nate. All right. I'll keep that in mind. Uh, Daniel, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. All right. Now back to Colson and I talking about things, and Daniel, you oh. sitting there quietly. Oh, jeez. <laughs> You're welcome to join in, buddy. I mean, I, I I was waiting for you to ask if I had a story. Well, do you have any? Do you have a story? Do you have any thoughts on headphone jacks? What What are your thoughts here, buddy? Uh, I I I love my headphone jack and I use it. Um, I also have I have my own story and I have thoughts on headphone jacks. Which Which would you like? Uh, let's do the headphone jacks to finish off the topic, and then we'll go into your story. I want my headphone jacks. Hey. All right, cool. I think that's two out of three. A corn pops commercial just popped into my head. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much all I have to say. Uh, I like them. That about sums it up, but I think that's how most people feel. I mean, I want my headphone jack too. Um, I'm I'm a headphones guy. Although we didn't talk about it, but the Pixel Buds look really nice. (laughs) Nice Pixel Buds. I wish they had a wired version. Mm, Wired Pixel Buds. Pixel. Buds, B-U-D. No, pixel butts. Pixel butts, yes. I don't even <laughs> want to know what a pixel butt is. Trust me, you definitely do not want to know. Okay. Let me Google it real quick. Pixel butts. It's a really blurry picture of a butt. That's that's what I mean. <laughs> A one pixel butt. <laughs> uh, do these ha- I think these pixel butts work. Uh... I mean, they work. They're just really blurry. Yeah, I sure hope they work. I'll I'll look at those later. Um, so I was I was saying you do realize this is an audio medium. That's true. What is uh, what's your story, Daniel? Ah, uh, Walmart is testing automation to handle tasks that are repeatable, predictable, and manual, like scanning shelves for out of stock items and correct prices, or wrong or missing labels. I saw um, this. Yes. To to sum this up. So, uh, yeah, yeah, they've they've already been doing this a little bit, but um, they're uh, based on their initial test. They're expanding it to uh, fifty additional uh, locations around the country. I don't know if uh, uh, our local listeners will see that uh, happening in Georgia, uh, but you know this is coming ahead of the ho- this is coming ahead of the holidays. And this is coming about a year after um, they they raised their uh, their baseline uh, payment for all their employees. That's true. Yeah, they did change. They did go up in their minimum wage to ten dollars at Walmart. Yeah, and I'm looking. I'm watching a video of this thing, and it uh, it's it looks like a a, a white 
uh, futuristic trash can with a little scanner tower on it that's like the height of the uh, of the shelves. It basically moves along like uh, those kind of basic floor roller droids that would be always only in the background of a Star Wars movie. Um, that's what it looks like. And uh, the technology makes sense, and the economics makes sense. So, yeah, uh, it looks like it'll take up less room in the aisle than, you know, the person with their big cart when you have to, like, wait to go down that aisle until later in your trip to the store because they're stocking. Um so yeah, what do you guys what do you guys think of this uh, from a consumer point of view? I mean, I have no objections. Wa- do you want robots in your Walmart? No objections. I mean, if you think about it, they're already in like Amazon warehouses, so this is just yeah. putting it in front of the actual consumer. Like, right. there's robots in Amazon warehouses do this already all the time. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. is just. Now a customer can see it happening in a, a local store. Um, I don't know. It's, uh, it's it'll be interesting. It will be interesting to see. Um, I'm curious. And one thing that I'm curious about because I haven't done extensive market research is uh, is whether this is being done to cope with like new costs of production that Walmart is having. Or if maybe once these uh, robots are implemented, if maybe we'll see a little bit lower prices. Probably the former. Prices will probably stay the same <laughs> or, yeah. get, or get higher. Wow. That was, I, yeah, I can't imagine them going down. That would be strange. I Googled just one quick article, and it was right there. The first sentence of the article is, robots are a common sight in warehouses. Amazon has f- more than 45,000 of these of these types of robots wow. so i believe it wow i believe it it's the future kids yeah um this will be interesting yeah i mean this is if you think about it this is just the next step from uh kiosks instead of a uh a register employee that's true right yeah um this is the next step from the from the self checkout area a uh, self a self restocking uh, robot or we could just uh, move to wait hmm I wonder is this so this robot just restocks or does this actually take items and like move them to the front of the store it says um, scanning shelves for out-of-stock items incorrect prices wrong or missing labels so it looks like it could just be um, scanning and then maybe an employee will come out and target specifically the places where it said that it was low on a certain item or there was an incorrect price label. Um, so I guess we're, we're not quite to the point where there's an iRobot dude out there putting bread up on the shelf. And you can be like, hey, Walmart Alexa. And, and then he can turn around and answer your question. Well, I'm saying because... I can use I have like if you use like Google Store or Google Shop or whatever it is um and you have a Google Home you can talk to the Google Home to order something from Walmart for you through the Google Store and I could have it where like then the robot goes picks it up at the store and all I have to do is walk into the store and it's there for me and no human has touched my product up to that point yeah not that not I'm not like a germaphobe or anything like that but just like kind of that 
whole thing is meaning that there's no humans involved in that entire process is kind of baffling. And again, gotcha. this happens all behind the scenes at Amazon all the time. It's just going to be the fact that it's in sure. a consumer store. Sure. Um, but yeah, we'll have to yeah. see how this impacts job wages. Um, I don't know. Is Kroger or Publix planning on doing this type of stuff or is it just Walmart right now? You know, I haven't seen anything from Kroger or Publix, but I imagine with the differences that – the differences in the way that you know Walmart's run and the size of the uh, company, I'd be surprised if Kroger or Publix were quite, quite there. I'm googling Kroger robots right now. Um, Let me know what comes up with that. Uh, there's some. I see some hits having to do with uh, uh, use in 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 where warehouses and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but not not in store. About 6% of Kroger's distribution centers are fully automated as of according to a Wall Street Journal article from September, last last September. So Yeah. Huh. Yeah, like I said, this goes on behind the scenes. It's just this is forward-facing type of stuff. This is what we all thought about when we saw when we started getting the robots. I just don't know why they look so ugly. Why do huh. all these robots have to have just like this basic white me- uh, medical equipment? look to it <laughs> yeah you wanted the you wanted the sexy robots i mean spice it up a little bit you come wanted on robots that bend at the <laughs> waist <laughs> oh jesus uh but i guess it's it's function over form uh is really what they're going for here speaking of sexy robots i saw the new blade runner hey, hey. how'd you like it except i guess the sexy robot in the new one is ryan gosling and not some chick um <clears throat> anyways Dude, it was no so good. Oh, it's so so good. It was really good. Uh, it was an outstanding movie, I thought. Um, and I used it was the first movie that I used my new movie pass for, which worked like a charm. Hey, all right, you got Fantastic. it already. I mean, it was a couple weeks ago now that I ordered it. So uh, I thought I it was going to be like December or something. Dude, why? I don't know. I thought you. I thought you said it was gonna be a couple months. It was like three month back order. No, no, a couple, a couple weeks, which is like no rush shipping type of thing for for something that you buy on the internet. But people, Movie Rush, it's a great deal. Movie Rush, really, dude. Movie Pass. Movie Pass. Um, yeah, like you, it pays for itself if you see two movies a month. And honestly, with that kind of freedom, you're gonna see more than two movies a month. I mean, heck, I li- you know I was in Atlanta a few weeks ago, and I saw a movie, and the one- I saw Blade Runner twenty forty nine with my movie pass, yeah, and the regular ticket price for a two D showing was sixteen dollars. That's amazing. So if you, if you see one movie a month in an urban place, it's worth it. <laughs> That's amazing, and like you can use it. There's theaters like nationwide accepting movie pass, right? So. Even though any was, any theater basically that accepts Mastercard accepts Movie Pass, gotcha. and if they don't, just let Movie Pass know, and they'll almost certainly just add it. And who doesn't accept a Mastercard these days? Uh, right, exactly. Yeah, and like even though I got it because I live right by uh, the movie theater where I live, um, another reason that I got it is because if I happen to be popping up to Athens to hang out with you guys and we go out and see a movie, I can use my Movie Pass there too, and that's just going to be so easy. So there basically what I'm saying is, MoviePass, are you listening to this? Send us ad money. 
<laughs> yeah, so that way Daniel and I can go see De- Happy Death Day for a third time. We just did a day. It would be my third time of the year. Did you see it a second time? No, I have not seen it a second time. I kind of want to, uh, though. It was a good movie. Yeah, right? Right? It was kind of fun. <laughs> it was, it, well, it wasn't good. It was, it was decent. It, it was, was entertaining. It was it fun. It was fun. It's a fun movie. And, and, the, and the things that. Certainly I would say, not the quality cinema that uh, Colson would be. Uh, would be uh, no, I actually want to see Happy Death Day. Well, right, but the things that you say aren't "quote unquote" good. It's because they're cliche, but they're knowingly cliche, just because it's a fun movie. Oh yeah, no, I'm yeah. I'm totally down. I I totally get it that it is Groundhog Day, but a horror movie. I mean, yep. I'm I'm down. Yep. I saw the trailer and I was da- I was down. Especially like, when you become self-aware that it is looks off. Awesome. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, well, speaking of, I know we're the technically speaking podcast, but we can go off of this whole robot thing. Did you guys see yeah. the stream? Did you guys see the rules for like Star Wars? Uh, in movie theaters, I posted. I put yeah. it in the Discord. Like this is. Yeah, I did see that. I, have I told you before that I'm not a fan of Disney? Because I'm not a fan of Disney. <laughs> <laughs> like these rules are ridiculously strict. Um. Uh, Disney wants 65% of ticket sale revenue. That's more. Uh, last year was 64% for the past two Star Wars movies, and usually. For what it's worth. Usually, that particular yeah sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say, usually it's close about 55 to 60%. So it's Jeez. only a little bit higher. But uh, they will be required to screen The Last Jedi in their biggest auditoriums for a minimum of four weeks. Oh. Um, uh, any theater that breaks one of these rules is uh, eligible to charge an additional 5% of ticket sales. <laughs> um, these rules will only go into effect if the film grosses $500 million in the United States and Canada, which it will, obviously. Um, uh so among the movies releasing the few weeks or afterwards are Jumanji, Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle, which I didn't know was releasing so soon. The Greatest Showman. Oh, it looks so bad. The Greatest Showman, which I have no idea what that is, and Pitch Perfect Three, which I didn't even know they were making. And so under Disney's rules, none of them would be allowed to play in the theater's largest auditorium, which could be problematic for smaller town theaters, which may only have one screen. According to Gamespot. According to Gamespot. Well, I'm, this is they're basically taking this from a Wall Street Journal article that I can't get past the paywall on. Um, so I got to go to the next best thing, which is, I guess, GameSpot doing this. So, yeah, these are kind of strict. Um, uh, it's really, so it's really vibes. terrible. So many bad vibes about the production of this movie, dude. <laughs> I just want it to be good. It doesn't have to be great. It doesn't have to be Rogue One. I just, I just want to go in and enjoy. Wait, are you, Star Wars are you movie. insinuating that Rogue One is great? Yes, I am. And you can go. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Yes, Rogue One was a great movie. It was good. It was. It fell somewhere between. It it fell probably within its timeline. It fell as well. It, its popularity and how good it was falls between the original saga and the in the prequels. Which yeah, like, so it's better than the prequels. Dude, that is the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, so it's better than that the is prequels. The high and low end. You basically just said its quality is on the Star Wars spectrum. Fine, yeah. it's, it's, it's better. It's than better than the prequels three, and better than Episode Seven. Better than Episode, but not three, as good as any of the original three. Worse than Episode Six and wait, where do you put Episode Seven next to Rogue One? Oh gosh, um, like we can in all admit terms, episode seven is just ter- episode four. So. In, ter- in terms of, I mean, yeah, in terms of straight up like originality and uh, stuff like, and I haven't, I haven't gotten to see Rogue One 
a second time. Uh, so this is this detailed analysis is a little bit harder. Um, I I would put it just a little higher than episode seven, all things considered. Um, yeah. I yeah. Would, even though even though I'm in love with Daisy Ridley, and that makes this very difficult for me. I mean, look, the list goes: Star Wars, Empire, Return, uh, Rogue One, Episode Seven, and I don't even. That's just not even acknowledged. The prequels, right? Like. Wait, and uh, you, I like episode seven, wait. so I'm not saying that it's like the worst movie. Yeah, I'm I saying that it's just better than all the prequels, but not as good as any of the others. Did you say, what does the order? What is the order again? Star Wars, then Star Wars, Empire, Return. Good, good. that is the correct order. Yeah, Rogue One, and, and with the only change, so I kind of go back and forth, uh, putting Empire or the original on top. Right, wait, uh, are you are you ranking chronology or quality? Quality, quality, quality. Oh, you think you think Star Wars the first movie is the best one? Uh, either that. Or yes, but I, but I, most people. I, so people I go back and forth between. I go back and forth between Empire and the and the first one, uh, and that's that's because I have so much. I spend so much time, uh, like looking at, talking about, and just like discussing the merits on the restorations of the original movie. So much more time than I do on Empire, yeah. that I have like a love for the original that goes beyond the actual movie. So I feel like it's it's hard to to judge it that way. But like me and when David I Ridley. but then when yes, but then when I watch Empire, I'm like, damn, this movie's good. Yeah, but <laughs> you have to take into account that you can't judge Empire just by itself because it obviously is it's obviously building off of the the original and it's building off of the first and leading up to the third. So yeah, and it it relies on there being yeah. a sequel after it, right? So like you could watch uh, the original Star Wars all as one episode. Yeah, I mean the original Star Wars is you know is intended was intended as a standalone story, right? Yeah. Everything else was added later. So uh, when you watch it, you know when 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 Star Wars came out, it was not you know canon in the movie that for example Luke and Leia were brother and sister or that Darth Vader was Luke's father. It's really interesting watching that movie with that lens. Yeah. Um, it's the, just uh, the Wincest lens. Yeah. There you go. Yep. So anyway. Anyway. Uh, Movie movie's good. Star Wars and Empire are both really good. Return of the Jedi is also good. Rogue One is good, and Episode Seven is pretty good. Anyways. And then the prequels are bad. I remember yeah. watching Rogue One, and it was just, it was kind of odd to see like, the stormtroopers being like, mildly more athletic. And it just yeah. was weird. It was just like this doesn't, this is like Star Wars universe, but it's not Star Wars, which I guess is the complete intention behind that movie. But it was just odd. Something. Well, yeah, I mean, if something if something looked like, uh, what was it, 1977, 78, 77, right? If something looked like 1977 <laughs> in a 2000s movie, that would just look horrible. That's true. Uh, uh, no. I'm talking, I'm talking about the stormtrooper banging his head on the doorframe, okay? That's what I'm That would be about. awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> Let's get a few things straight here. That'd right. be amazing. All right. But, but anyways, yeah, just with the, uh, the production staff, changes in this movie and just the little whispers of issues that I've heard that I haven't really read into coming out of The Last Jedi. I'm just so, I'm scared that it's not going to be good. Knocking on wood. And I... Uh, Look, they, they finished the movie like two months ago and they said that the movie is done. And uh-huh. to have the confidence to say the movie is done months ahead of time when most movies are finished like like the last version is done like two weeks before the movie comes out. Yeah. That that gives me confidence, and also Ryan Johnson, and also 
It just looks good, man. Who's looking for? Well, you're Colson. You weren't even looking at the watching the uh, commercial. Yeah, I haven't watched the most recent trailer because Ryan Johnson said not to. I, I watched the recent trailer and I saw nothing that necessarily spoiled it for me. So, don't yeah. care. I'm not gonna. Then lie. again, I'm I watched it on mute. So, Ryan I already. Ryan Johnson doesn't run my life, and I watched it like within 15 minutes of it dropping, and uh, it. I mean, no, we're not was, talking. We're not talking about that trailer, Daniel. It was the one during the World Series, like last week, I think. What? What's up with that? No, I'm talking about the one that Ryan Johnson tweeted about. Yeah, when that was the one you looked away from the TV while we were watching the World Series. Mm. Oh, I, I mean, I think that's just the same trailer that Daniel saw. No, it's a different trailer. I don't know. Oh, really? I just assumed it was the same trailer. Yeah, I mean, it's a, like it's a TV spot, obviously. It's not a, the full blown two and a half minute trailer. All right, so I'm talking about the on October eighth. Uh, yeah. There was a Monday night. There was an ad during Monday Night Football, and Ryan Johnson says, "I am legitimately torn. If you want to come in clean, absolutely avoid it." And he's referring to that well, trailer. Yeah, if you want to come in clean on anything, don't watch like trailers and stuff. I didn't see any trailers before I watched Stranger Things for the first time. But, That's uh, good. But oh yeah, it was great. Um, but um, well, Stranger Things season one, I watched. <laughs> I watched trailers for season two all year. But nice. Um, there weren't saying? any. Well, I guess there were a couple. What, dude? Yeah, dude. Their social media was going crazy. I was well, talking. Up. Yeah, yeah. They they did social media really really well. Um, but anyways, uh, geez, I'm trying to bring this conversation back, and I don't know how to do it. I hope Star Wars is good. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Just let it be good. I don't care what else you do with your life, Ron Howard. Uh. <laughs> Wait, Ron Howard. I, you, you, got, you, 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 you guys looking forward to Solo? Yeah, wait. I think you've mixed up. You, <laughs> you're mixing up. Did. Yeah, so Ron Howard jumped in and is directing stuff for Solo. Okay. The Han Solo movie. Not, not So Ryan Johnson is the Solo and only... I mean, sorry. Ryan Johnson is the only director for The Last Jedi. I, I shouldn't muddy the waters by using the word Solo when there's a movie called Solo. Hey. You know uh, what I can't wait for? I can't wait for Solo 2 so they can just break the whole idea that Solo is a solo film. No, no, no. Uh, it'll be called Solo 2 Duo. Solo 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Hey, boss. Um, did you guys hear about the iPhone X engineer's daughter? Yeah, I heard about it. Not, wait, what? Not the iPhone X. <laughs> Sorry, I got peanut butter in my mouth. The iPhone well. X engineer's daughter that got the engineer who got fired. Oh yeah, I see that now. I I didn't see it before, but this is like an Apple executive engineer or something. So this is an Apple engineer who his daughter came to the Apple campus, and, like asked to see her dad's iPhone X, which right now is on embargo, like or it was um, up until like two or three days ago. Really? Um. Basically meaning you're not allowed to re- release any review material on the phone. That's why you can tell when an embargo releases because there'll be like 18 million review YouTube videos all uploaded within about five minutes of each other that all go live at the same time because that's the the embargo being lifted. Um, so this girl apparently went to uh, the Apple campus, asked for her dad's iPhone X, and then I guess he must have known that she had a camera and was filming or something um and so she did kind of like a a review a walkthrough of the phone 
mm. and then posted it on YouTube. That, that got to number one on trending. The very next, the next day, she did a video talking about how her her iPhone review went viral and went to number one on trending. That video then went to number one on trending, and then her dad got fired uh, for allowing this to happen. <laughs> Man, I'm sitting here looking at her video, and I am no longer a fan of the appearance of the iPhone 10. It looks really bad. See that hot Sorry. comparison? Ha! <laughs> no. No. I haven't seen it, so any commentary on her appearance or her age or whatever is completely irrelevant. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's hilarious, though. Yeah. Good Unfortunate job. for him. Yeah, it looks like you can't work it, be successful at Apple and love your kids. Oh, uh, the video is unavailable. That's cute. She thinks that it's gone forever. That nobody has it. <laughs> nobody has this video anymore. Oh, it's just, it's gone, erased from existence. I'll have to find it later, but uh, I don't really care. Oh, I right found now. it already. Well, at least clips from it. Oh, uh, yeah. So, just, yeah, there's nothing really newsworthy there other than the fact that the iPhone X come, starts pre ordering, I think, um, on Friday. I think it's pre-orders. It's definitely not going on sale. I don't believe. Uh, yeah, I think you're right about that. Hmm. November third. Buy iPhone. Buy iPhone ten. Uh. Select your iPhone ten. The iPhone X select. will be at, in stock at Apple stores on November third. Uh. Choose your finish. Space gray. Ships five to six weeks, so yeah, you can definitely already pre-order it. It's way back ordered, of course. Yeah. Jeez, starting at I I don't know if you already know this, but starting at nine hundred ninety-nine dollars. God oh. damn. Uh. My my wallet hurts. Yeah. Don't worry, wallet. I'm not buying this phone. Okay. <laughs> Daniel Colson and I both have relatively new phones. How long have you have what a five S or six? Did you upgrade recently or something? Yeah, I upgraded uh, earlier this year to okay. an iPhone SE, which is a contemporary of the iPhone six. It's basically right an iPhone five sized uh, iPhone six. Yeah, so it came out at the same time as the six S, right? But it's the iPhone six internals. Yeah, it's uh, iPhone six internals and the iPhone five body. Oh, just real quick, uh, the iPhone. So if you're if you are interested in straight talk or, or uh, at all walmart has the iphone se for 129 dollars on straight talk now i was thinking about just buying one and then using it on verizon for not, not for me but for someone else uh and it turns out that phones on straight talk are locked and they will unlock it for you after you had it for a year so not not great if you're not using straight talk but if you want to use straight talk that's a pretty good deal i mean it's just 129 dollars flat pretty cool or you could just Wait, so that's the phone, then you obviously have to pay for the service. How long how much is the service? Uh you don't so you have to buy one unit of service at least and so the smallest one is thirty five dollars and that's got some data or whatever. Okay. I'm not sure exactly. So if you were to pay the phone's what, one fifty you said? One one thirty. One thirty and then you buy thirty five dollars. So if you pay one sixty five and wait a year, you can get an unlocked iPhone SE. Alternatively Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Son of a bitch. You know, you're really no help at all. You know that? Hey. 
You can get it for $150 at Best Buy um, for the AT&T version. That works. Uh, I'm not sure if that comes unlocked or not. So, Daniel, why'd you get the SE? Because of the form factor, the smaller screen? Yeah, um, I... I'd held uh, some uh, sixes before, and I really didn't like how I completely had to change the way I hold it in my hand and type with my thumb, because I'm a thumb typer, um, a specifically a single thumb typer, hashtag texting while driving. Just kidding. <laughs> don't do it, kids. I don't believe you. No, no, I, I never. I follow all the laws. I um, don't believe you. I don't believe me either. And... Um, but yeah, I, I, I like the way that the iPhone 5 was in my hand. I don't like to change my life. Uh, similar story with as the headphone jack. Um, so yeah, I, I naturally gravitated towards the SE when I had the chance to upgrade, and that's where I went from there. Well, poor you and Colson, because you're going to have the same situation as Colson, because the iPhone is only going to get bigger and bigger it's not going to eventually it's not going to get bigger and bigger every year but i don't think they're going to ever build a smaller form factor so eventually you you're going to have to go to uh, uh trends change dude that's true well we never know but uh yeah you're going to be in a spot where you're going to be in a spot like colson where you're going to have to eventually give you're going to eventually have to compensate or not compensate yeah. but you're eventually going to have to compromise with something you know, five or six years. My down cold, road. dead hands. Look, Colson, you could put Nate. it off as long as you want. You can put it off for ten years. I don't know if your phone battery will actually like live that long. But, <laughs> I had, uh, I'll I had, get a V twenty and get a new battery for it. <laughs> hey, I had, my, I had my iPhone five S for like four years. Um, nice. Yeah, I think I had it for about four years. I got it second semester of freshman year of college, um, and this is the phone I got after that. So. I think I can write out a few iOSs with this. You know? Could. Yeah. And really, you don't need to upgrade iOS year over year. Yeah, I'm learning that when my phone freaking freezes up. Maybe, iOS just, 11. maybe just don't use Tinder. Yeah, I mean, I could do that, but sometimes Tinder's fun. Technology, technology is great. Yep. Um... What are you saying? I should switch to Bumble? No. Maybe Grinder. Oh, well, you know. I've been using that for years. Oh, okay. Um, I don't have any other topics. I was I didn't come prepared. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, but you're pretty good at talking tech off the cuff. What's going on on the, uh, the Minecraft server? I tried a couple times to... And for... People who uh, missed two episodes ago, um, look at me addressing the fans. Uh, and I call them fans and not listeners. Because uh, if they've made it this far in this episode, they're fans. <laughs> um, uh, a couple episodes ago, Nate was talking about his mini uh, little Raspberry Pi computers, on one of which he's running his own Minecraft server, which I occasionally jump on and play for a week at a time. Um and I tried a couple times to log on today, and the server kept timing out. So, uh, okay, how's, it's, the, how's the Minecraft server? It's been doing that to me too. When I've been trying to get on, I'm probably it probably just is overloaded in the RAM. Um, mm -hmm. I'll just need to reset it, not reset it, just unplug it and plug it back in. Um, I got you. I don't know. I've been 
think we've moved on past uh, you were in survival mode and now you're now you've gone into creative mode and you're building a whole tram network or we're building, building a whole a, I've, well I'm mainly I've building built, it yeah I've built one I've built one line yeah you built one line which uh, what did you think did you hate it I know I took some liberties with uh, I built a I built a very large train trestle near uh, <laughs> near Nate's home base but if you ride it it gives you a great Gives you a great view of the coast. I love it. I mean, it works for me. It's just odd that you were the one who was like, let's preserve the land as much as possible. Yeah. That's like a skyline for whatever. All right. I mean, it works. Whatever. Yep. Uh, um, hey, at least I'm not building train lines to nowhere. <laughs> Everywhere we had built so far was, uh, you know, it had, a, it, had a, it had a destination in mind uh, connecting... Uh, places that we've already explored and now you're just like i'm building a train line west and it's like okay good for you well like, now we know. have we have new places to explore new territories to set up we have a lot of animals riding the uh riding riding the train system i yes. swear it's it's probably it's i mean granted it's definitely happening because of you know server glitches but i swear i will be in creative mode Flying over a train track, and I'll look down, and there will be a pig in a minecart traveling north. <laughs> well, you know, he's got places to go. He does. He does, um, apparently. I was thinking, well, I actually probably won't be able to support it. I was thinking I could put the uh, the URL to the server in like the show description so people could join if they wanted to, but it's Raspberry Pi. It barely runs when like just the two <laughs> of us are on it. So I don't yeah, think it could support fifteen. Don't want to invite everybody. Yeah, dude, we don't we don't need Twitch plays Raspberry Pi on <laughs> one gig. You know what? I am gonna put it down in the description because I know that nobody's gonna get on it. And if somebody is on it, congratulations. But uh, nobody's hey, gonna wait, get on it. Before you do that, don't you want to uh, make some of like change some change some settings so that uh, some of what we've made can't be edited? <laughs> yes, I will. I will look into that. Um, Especially, especially the uh, the central train station, which is the most impressive thing on the map. I could make it view only for uh, for people, um, uh, aside from you and me, obviously, because we're we're OG people. Um, but I'll I'll figure out how to do that. Okay. Anyway, uh, well, we've reached the forty-five minute mark, and I know Colson, you're trying to get to watch Game Seven of the World Series. Ah, who's your pick? Yes, I am. Who's your pick? The Astros. Astros. Rooting I'm for rooting. the Astros. I'm rooting for the Astros as well. Houston could All right. win. I I would love for them to win. And I mean, they've Houston, got McCann. Houston as a city so. Af oh, after ah. everything that's happened this year, you know. Yeah, I guess that's not. I don't really care. I don't really care. That's not why I'm rooting for the Astros. But okay, sounds good. Sweet. All right, well, uh, Colson, I will let you. Uh, we'll wrap this up so you can get to your game, newfangled baseball game. Hope they score lots of touchdowns and, 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 all, and all that type of stuff. Um, I can confirm that there will not be a single touchdown score. Oh man, that's the worst kind of game. <laughs> anyway, okay, I'm not actually an idiot. I know it's runs. Okay, cool. Well, we're gonna wrap this up. Thanks so much, guys, for listening. Uh, Daniel, Colson, if they want to get in touch with you, how do they do so? Say it both at the same time. They can follow me on Twitter at Colson IRL. I'll call you. Okay. And I'm on Twitter N with an eight. That's N W I T H A N, the number eight. Uh, and yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, 
Thanks so much for... I always mess this up. Thanks, Thanks so much for listening to Technically Speaking. This has been episode 32 for Nate and Colson and Matt, wherever you are. So long, folks. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.